Mentor texts are helpful to teach and model specific skills and concepts to students. They can be used to aid many different content areas, but when you hear mentor text, you probably think reading. Different genres have different best practice tips for using them effectively. So today we are speaking specifically about biographies. You may find this genre to be one that's not given a whole lot of love, time, or attention in your class or even in your curriculum. So if you are ready to walk through strategies to getting this genre into your teaching rotation and possibly becoming a new favorite for your students, I will meet you inside. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Literacy Dive podcast. I am thrilled that you are tuning in today as we are diving into a genre that I actually really, really love, biography, and how to be able to utilize these mentor texts for our students. If you have not already and you have been a long-term listener to this podcast, I would love it if you could leave a rating and even a review so that others can be able to know what this podcast is about and the ways that you have found value with it. If you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. I have tons of episodes for you to listen to, and I hope that you continue tuning in every Monday as I will have new content and episodes for you to be able to dive into. Let's go ahead and dive into the topic of today, and that is mentor text. Now, when we think about teaching genres or reading skills, mentor texts are going to be what's going to help assist us to do that, and that is the answer. So I'm going to be walking you through how you can be able to utilize your mentor texts, especially thinking about biography, since we are now in the months where biography is really taught pretty heavy. We are currently in Black History Month. Next month, we have Women's History Month, and it just continues on from there. And so biography is definitely one of those genres where using a mentor text is going to help students to understand how this works. So you are going to want to pick any age-appropriate or kid-friendly biography or even an autobiography mentor text, and you're going to read it aloud. Now, when you're doing this, you want to think about a person who would engage your students either by what they are known for or maybe a really, really fun fact that you know your students are going to be interested in or something that's really key in their life that your students can connect to. It needs to be really engaging so that you are able to keep the attention and interest of your audience, which is your students, especially in the beginning of bringing this genre to light. You can also think about what your students enjoy themselves. Maybe it's sports. Maybe you have students who really, really love math. Maybe it's space exploration. So once you can determine that, you could easily read a snippet from a book. Not the whole thing, just a snippet from a book about Peyton Manning or Katherine Johnson or Buzz Aldrin. What I have found is that picture books or easy readers are great for mentor text because they are short in nature and they can actually be read from start to finish. 
Now, it's important, just like any other read aloud, that you preview that book first. Do not let the first read of the book be the first time you are reading it to your students. In fact, when you are pre-reading that text, one of the strategies I found most helpful is by using sticky notes. When you have your sticky notes, you're going to mark places in that book where you want to highlight a key fact or where you want to bring about a certain date or maybe you want to showcase a certain characteristic of that text. This should be planned out and intentional. So get your sticky notes ready and you're going to be able to mark up your book and be prepared. While reading your mentor text, you are going to want to stop throughout the book. Now, don't overdo it, but definitely stop at meaningful places. So some of the great places to stop when you're thinking about a biography are going to be at important dates, at significant life events, if you notice that there's a big accomplishment happening, if there is some type of like challenge or opposition that's happening, or even interesting facts that are really, really important to remember about that certain person. You can stop to highlight particular text features that you might see in that book. So some examples might be maps, or you might see timelines, you might even see bolded words. All of those types of text features that are specific to nonfiction, those are going to pop up in a biography too. And it's really kind of cool to make that connection. There might also be figurative language or vocabulary that you want to point out, and that's going to be a place for context clues to be used. So you want to go ahead and make sure that while they're processing this new information about this person and the structure that it's laid out or written, that's just a great place for context clues to be practiced and where it can be used. So this time is now assisting with both reading and writing skills. Writing Made Simple is a writing membership that helps you engage your students in quick writing opportunities, and I have a gift for you. Maybe you have seen these writing routines on social media or heard it mentioned in a previous episode, but really just need to give it a try before you officially join in the writing fun. I totally get it. So I want to give you access to my step-by-step writing routine for free. This routine focuses on procedural writing and the use of transition words. You will get the animated slides, the lesson plan, exemplars, the printable templates, and the video walkthroughs for this routine. Head to theliteracydive.com slash step-by-step to grab your free writing routine. When you are reading the biography, kids are naturally going to have a ton of connections to share. After all, you are sharing about a person's life, and they should be making those connections. So when you're doing your read-alouds, make sure to budget time into the schedule for that purposeful talk and for those connections to be made. Whether it is the text-to-self connection, whether it is a text-to-text connection, or even that text-to-the-world, Those are all going to be connections that you want your students to make. So it's really important to recognize that off top, when you read a biography, your students are going to have many, many, many connections that they're going to want to share. So it's really important to cultivate this time and to allow for this. And that means making sure that you've budgeted that time for share time. Making connections actually helps in remembering the facts and recalling that important information, which again is the purpose of this particular genre. 
So when it comes to sharing, sharing can be done in whole group, it can be done in small groups, students can think, pair, share, or they can turn and talk to a friend. Those are just when they're getting into a group of two or a group of three and they're able to share their thinking, although it's not to the whole class. They can also walk around the room and find two or three other people to share with. I love calling that mix and mingle, where they get to walk around and they find three, let's say three other people, two other people that they get to stop in front of and share their connection with. As long as they can share, your students are going to be happy and they are learning to engage with the purpose of this powerful genre and with the text. Now, an idea that you can try is using a parking lot or having a place for kids to write their connections and post them. So that's just what a parking lot is. It's just a designated place that is hanging in your room. Oftentimes, teachers will use chart paper, and it might be sticking on their whiteboard or it might be sticking on the wall. And that's just a place where kids can be able to go and stick a sticky note to and just constantly share their thoughts. And so that is a parking lot. But this is going to encourage simple writing, and it's also going to help control the amount of time for sharing as well. So as you are exploring with biographies, students can continue their connection making, and I like to invite students to pause and write and then post their connections at any time. It is literally the best kind of learning, and it's really cool to watch it play out when you are reading and then your students are like, aha, I have a connection to make, and they're quickly writing it. They are able to get up, go stick it on the parking lot, and then they come back and rejoin the group. So you can be able to structure that time however you want to have the rules for your parking lot, but it's really, really great when they just kind of know how it works and the purpose of it, and it's not distracting at all. I do want to share about the idea of quality over quantity. If you've been around for a while, you know that I am actually quite the fan of not reading complete books in one sitting or even finishing the entire book at all. Now, with an easy reader biography, it is easy to finish the text in one sitting, but to really engage with the text and this person's life, I want to encourage you to stretch even the shorter text across multiple days, and you want to allow this time for deep thinking for exploration, for question asking, and for overall comprehension to take place. So using your mentor text effectively means that you're providing a quality experience for your students. If that is reading and diving deep into one page, one chapter, or even one paragraph, that is okay to do. It's really not about how many pages you read or how fast you finish the book. This is also a great skill that you are teaching students as you are modeling this type of reading behavior and thinking. Remember that quantity does not correlate with quality. So teaching the genre of biography can really be a lot of fun, especially once your students understand how to read and how to comprehend it. Outside of the connections that your students are going to be making, you can also really think about what other reading skills lend itself well to this genre, and those can be some that you are just continuously referencing and making sure that your students are strong with. A couple that I can think of right now are going to be sequencing, because with a biography, things have to go in order. The events and the life experiences, whatever's happening, it typically will follow in order. Even if it's not starting with the person's childhood, wherever it is starting, it's going to grow upon itself. So sequencing is one big skill. And then also summarizing. Being able to summarize that person's life, whether it is one part of their life or whether it's a summary of 
their life from childhood up to adulthood. But those are going to be some of the skills that you can constantly make sure that your students are getting strong with. And then always, I feel like context clues are one that's going to be big and going to be major. And this type of text, there are going to be certain words that an author is going to use. There might be specific language that the certain person oftentimes used. And it's a great time as well to pull out that extra vocabulary. The biography genre can be taught at any time of year, and I love making sure that we can be able to celebrate different people and learn about the lives of different people because it's just so fascinating to me. But we are in the middle of Black History Month, and I actually do have a collection of biographies that are kid-friendly, and these can also be used as short mentor text. They are short in nature, and they can help you with teaching this genre while also supporting Black History Month. There are enough of them to last you the rest of February and beyond. And we know that teaching diverse history should be a year-long practice, not just held to be taught within one specific month. These one-page biographies will be handy if you are lacking books and adequate texts that are connected to the biography genre and to Black history. You can check out the link in the show notes for that comprehensive, already-done-for-you resource if you need that as a support. I hope you are excited about the biography genre, and I am looking forward to hearing how your students are enjoying it, who their favorite people are that they're learning about, and what types of skills and strategies you're able to pull out from these texts. If you are diving into biographies and you have a win that you want to share, I would love to hear it. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram and send me a DM and let me know your biography win. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.